0: Welcome back to another episode today we're going to take a quick look at three fintech companies that have taken quite a hit during this correction if this is your first time here we're going to take a quick look at both the bullish and also the bearish for each company Uh, make sure to also hit the thumbs up and the subscribe button check out all the videos that I post almost on a daily basis and on the pinned comment you should see my pinned description my free newsletter where i have my weekly presentations of all the stocks i cover free discord and some great investing ideas down there so make sure to uh, check out the pinned comment so let's just jump right into it right so the three companies we're going to take a quick look at are paypal sofi and block formerly known as Square. And we can see all three of these have taken quite a hit from their all-time highs right now. On PayPal, is down 39.65%, SoFi down about 43.17, and Square blocked down 40.72 from their highs, right? And to me, this was pretty, I, I honestly thought it was gonna be a bit different. PayPal is one of those that is profitable at the moment in both gap and non gap So I thought the drop on PayPal would have been a lot less. To my surprise, I'm I'm actually surprised that all three of them are kind of sitting at similar levels in that percentage drop Uh, so let's just jump into it right so sofi sofi for those not familiar with the company here are my bullish sentiments this would be a tier two stock in my portfolio if i did own it but i don't own shares of this company so first this is a huge growth story and it has this awesome flywheel effect so sofi offers so many products they offer invest personal loans student loan refinings money home loans credit cards anything you name it and if we take a look at their most recent numbers they are growing at ridiculous uh ridiculous levels here we can see members grew 96 percent compared to same time last year they also saw a strong growth quarter over quarter uh, if we take a look at their products their products this most recent quarter were up 108 percent year over year and also strong growth quarter over quarter the galileo which is more business to business was up 80 percent year over year and again also up quarter over quarter so I mean, the ultimate growth story, in my opinion, is SoFi right now. I don't have shares and I'm still debating if I should pick some up. I just really do enjoy some of the other players in the kind of fintech market. But I completely, completely understand why there are major pools. I mean, look at that type of growth for the company. All right, so Sofi has three main segments. The one that I find the most interesting is the financial services, even though this is the segment that loses this money, comp- this company money, right? It has the financial services, which deal with products that you and I use, like the money, um, the investing, uh, credit cards, relay, or stuff at work. And this is the one that's seen one hundred and seventy-nine percent growth in total products. I do believe this is the main source of this flywheel revenue. So someone like myself would probably go ahead and get for example the credit card or the invest application and then once i become familiar with these applications or with sofi in general and see how easy it is i would start to use some of their other services their other services are like the lending which is a nice profitable business for them Uh, we can see lending right lendings they have home loans personal loans and student loans this segment is making money for the company contribution profits is positive for sofi in this segment so i i feel like that flywheel effect starts with that non-profitable business and then users continue to move on to their other platforms uh, so that's pretty interesting in, in my opinion that flywheel effect is super super strong the lending program like i mentioned uh, i i do believe this is going to be a huge tailwind for the company especially as now january the end of january of 2022 uh february 1st i believe is the first day of when student loans are able to charge again that kind of interest rate uh so they'll be probably making even more money kids are back in school on um, student loans are probably coming out as usual so that growth in student loans is gonna continue but before we begin let's take a listen to today's sponsor i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video the motley fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services, The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you thanks again to the motley fool and now on to today's video so next let's take a quick look at these uh, at what i believe might be some of the bearish cases My first bearish case for this company, I would say, is this is a company that's very early in adjusted EBITDA. It's only had five consecutive quarters. You might be like, Jose, five consecutive quarters is a lot. I I personally don't think so. That's about a year, uh, one year and one quarter of profitable adjusted EBITDA consecutively i think that's still in early stages obviously it could be seen as a bullish note that hey this company is now becoming profitable in adjusted EBITDA it can also be seen as a bearish case that hey this is still in early cases and bearish cases don't necessarily need to be a reason to not invest but it's just to say hey there are some things as an investor i should keep an eye out and should kind of understand the second thing I would say is probably uh, this company is does still not does not have a bank charter, which would obviously open up. So the potential of of SoFi getting this a bank charter would obviously be a bullish case. But the uncertainty, right, the uncertainty of that happen and the chances of it being rejected in the future can also cause a form of bearish sentiment. So these two things, right, the adjusted EBITDA and the bank charter, can both be flipped to be both a bullish case and a bearish case, but something to understand that both can kind of create some form of bearish or bullish sentiments in forms of stock price, so a form of risk now, if we take a quick look, this company informs uh i, I want to say in forms of technicals i really do like it below or near these 15 dollar price point we can see it's tested this level numerous times and right now if i wanted to build the position this would be the prime time in my opinion obviously stock prices can continue to go down but i believe a good portion of the risk has been eliminated the next company we are going to take a quick look at is paypal paypal would also be a tier two stock in my portfolio and this one i do own shares of So here are some of the bullish and bearish points that I'm gonna talk about uh, in today's episode. Feel free, again, this presentation is free. Just check out the link below. Uh, So PayPal, let's just jump into it. The first thing I think is super bullish is they are kind of creating this all new new one all in one app, right? Kind of like Sofi. So there is some competition. I do believe that more people are a bit familiar with Sofi right now compared to PayPal. But PayPal is trying to get that traction there. Uh, for example, this PayPal app, you're able to pay bills, manage your balance, buy and hold crypto, send money to friends and family. Uh, you also get exclusive PayPal deals, and you have and you're able to manage your ways to pay and kind of save receipts. So it's becoming a more flexible application compared to what it was before before it was just a simple digital wallet and i do like how they're kind of moving in that direction the second thing is they are really expanding in this buy now pay later services that is some form of bearish which we're going to take a quick look at but for example we can see in december 1st of 2021 paypal power powers pay later offerings for wix merchants this holiday Uh, there have also been reports that the c EO says that Black Friday was a strong growth on the buy now pay later service. They saw roughly a 400% increase. They've also seen new members kind of first time users go onto their application since they kind of created this all in one app. Uh, for paypal so it seems like the, this application is going great directions but it's still too early to stel- uh, to tell um i do want to say right some other key points in the bullish sentiment is this is a profitable business we can see gap and non-gap earnings per share are profitable they are growing same with operating cash flow and free cash flow positive cash flow and growing net revenues is growing their net new active accounts this is how many accounts they add quarterly it's kind of decreasing but there's most recent quarter they added 13.3 million new users total payment volume is increasing so this is still a very profitable and growth style Business, in my opinion the other great news is right they are partnering up with amazon to enable venmo uh, which is another digital wallet of them to um to be used to start paying in amazon.com starting in 2022 uh, so a lot of bullish cases in my opinion for paypal some of the bearish cases uh, there was a report online from Credit Karma in September, that found that one out of third US consumers who use buy now, pay later services have fallen behind one or more payments. And 72% of those said their credit scores declined. So there have been some studies right now that show hey, this is kind of uh, might not be the best case of taking a debt to buy uh, small products. Who would have thought? But hey, uh, something to keep an eye out for sure. The other thing I want to say, another bearish point is the competition. They are creating this kind of all-in-one app, but they are a lot of all-in-one apps right now. We're going to see from SoFi. We're also going to see from the third company, Square, uh, which also has some form of applications which compete with almost one way or another with all with each other right so the competition is definitely uh out there and should be noted uh, if we take a look at price points i do believe paypal at these price points of 180 dollars or near that price point is very very attractive we can see strong support volumes right here again this doesn't mean stock price can't go down that um volatility continues continues to happen uh, and what else? If we if we take a quick look, EV to a beta ratio for PayPal is sitting at pretty, in my opinion, pretty cheap compared to this year and the last half of twenty twenty. Right now, EV to a beta is thirty one point seventy four. I don't think that's crazy. Some of the big tech companies are sitting around the high 20s, also in the low 30s. So PayPal is right there with them. And we can see these levels are close to levels seen in 2019 as well. So it's not like PayPal has seen a crazy valuation stretch. The third company we're gonna take a quick look at is Block Square, uh, formerly known as Square, right? This is pretty impressive, I like it. Uh, If we take a quick look at the presentation, This would also be a tier two stock in my portfolio and i do own shares so the first thing this is hitting numerous growing markets for example square the typical square help seller this is that online e-commerce commerce commerce solution right not just e-commerce the overall ecosystem of commerce solutions business software and banking services for these companies or for other businesses then they have cash app which is focused on defining the world's relations this is more of that application that allows you to invest to do other things digital wallet that digital wallet transformation is still early they have spiral which is kind of square crypto interesting then they have title which is their audio streaming and then they have ptbd tbd 54566975 which is building an open developer platform to make it easier to assets bitcoin and other blockchain technologies without having to go through an institution so they're creating solutions for ever-growing markets maybe some investors might not like it that they're focused really heavily on crypto right now some investors might so that's something to keep in mind of Uh, so now let's see some of the other bullish points that i have for square this seller gross payment volume mixed by seller most recent quarter we can see it has grown year over year a nice amount and we're seeing strong growth in the big players people and sellers that have over 125,000 in gpv gross pay, uh, process gross payment volume uh, so we're seeing strong growth strong growth in those big players Another bullish point, in my opinion, um, is this Cash App ecosystem. Now, individuals ages 13 and up with uh, with parental permission can sign up for Cash App. And I think this is a great move of grabbing your customers early. Also, I mean, teaching some form of financial education is also great. But grabbing your customers early, once they turn 18 they will become prime customers for some of the other products that you have. Uh, so that is a bullish sentiment. Now, if we take a quick look at some of the bearish sentiments, first, that buy now, pay later process, right? Square is buying, is kind of acquiring a buy now, pay later. We saw from PayPal, what are some of the risks right now affecting the consumer base in that market? Something to keep an eye out for for Square or for Block. Uh, other thing, valuation, right? Valuation for Square, in my opinion, is kind of high. ev to a beat up uh, about 108 obviously we've seen the contraction but to some extent uh some people might worry about valuation i really do like it at these price points Uh, another thing that we're seeing is their gross profit gross profit even though it's growing year over year quarter over quarter kind of saw a decline in both almost cash app gross profit definitely saw a decline and seller gross profit kind of saw almost a flatlining quarter over quarter grew a nice amount but it's still it's kind of flatlining compared to that growth understandable same time last year covid was a huge huge tailwind for this company now it seems like it might kind of slow down a bit and something investors should note um the final thing i, I want to say is if we take a quick look at price point for square sitting at these 160 levels i think it's pretty impressive we see a nice amount of support at these levels again valuation prices can continue to go down but i believe a good portion of risk has been eliminated uh, square is or block is in my portfolio and i do own shares i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode take care have a good day and see you next time